Hello, everyone. I'm Eraldo Maglara, and welcome to another podcast episode of A Fit Life on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? My guest for today's episode is a professional athlete, a world champion freestyle kayaker, a podcaster, TV show host, a father, a coach, and a consultant. Now, that is a mouthful. Uh, at the age of 32, Nick Troutman's kayaking has taken him around the globe to places rarely seen by the eyes of man. He has competed against the world's best in a multitude of world championships and World Cup events. Along the way, he has created long-lasting friendships and is living his life to the fullest. Therefore, without further ado, please help me welcome to A Fit Life, Mr. Nick Trotman. Hi, Nick. How are you? Uh, not much. Uh, loving life, doing a little training as uh, we're getting ready for the World Championships here in Columbus, Georgia, and keeping active. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, I'll try to give you the, the five-minute version or less. Um, I'm a, a professional athlete, uh, whitewater kayaker. I've been doing this for... Coming up on 20 years, I think it's like 18, 20, somewhere in there. Um, and I've got a world champion title. Um, my family and I, we travel around in our in our truck and trailer um, somewhere but around 10 months out of the year. We pretty much go home from like Thanksgiving to Christmas. And then, uh, yeah, kind of traveling around, doing competitions, paddling, doing events, um, some coaching, We've got a, our family TV show called Great Family Adventures, so we kind of just go around doing some cool adventures, and more than anything, um, just trying to to live live the dream life. And everybody's dream life is a little bit different, but uh, but this is mine. So yeah, that's kind of what I, what I'm up to. So tell me how you got started with the sport. You know, I um, I got into the sport when I was about. 13 or 14 I think it was the summer I think I was 13 about to turn 14 and um my best friend at the time still my best friend but uh his dad owned um um a rafting company up on the Ottawa River called Wilderness Tours and a kayak school called Ottawa Kayak School and one summer he was like oh man we're probably not going to hang out that much this summer I'm going to go learn how to do kayaking at my dad's kayak school and I was kind of like oh bummed uh, and he was like, well, do you want to come do it with me? And I was, you know, being 13, super impressionable and and really into kind of like the whole freestyle aspect. Uh, it was right when like the, you know, quote unquote, extreme sports was kind of becoming a thing like early 2000s. And, um, you know, I was into skateboarding and snowboarding and and all sorts of different things. And, and so... I went and tried it. I thought kayaking was what probably most people think of kayaking, these long pointy boats that just kind of go down river. And uh and I immediately was introduced to this whole freestyle aspect of it and you know they're doing flips and tricks and and all sorts of stuff and I immediately just fell in love with the sport and within 15 minutes I was just totally hooked and and pretty much haven't left the seat of a kayak since. Were you interested in any other sports when you were younger? So, yes and no. I um, 
I've done a lot of different sports, you know, throughout my life and, and I still do a lot of different sports, but kayaking is, is, I guess what I do, you know, professionally, if, if you call it that, I, I still like have to pinch myself every day to, to, you know, wake up from the dream. Cause it's, it's still such a, a dream life for me, but, um, you know, through high school, I did, I played hockey, I played baseball, soccer, rugby, a lot of the kind of more traditional sports, especially within high school itself. Um, and then, and then, you know, through high school and post high school, I've done, you know, more of the less traditional or more extreme style uh, outdoor sports like skiing and skateboarding and snowboarding and surfing, um, climbing, a lot of that kind of outdoor stuff, but kayaking is, is just always, I don't know. I, there's, there's something unique about it. I, I love being in the outdoors. Um, and there's something cool that kayaking brings you into these rivers and canyons that, um, you know, are, are, it's, it's somewhat of a unique way to kind of see the world. Um, you're going through this essentially like liquid conveyor belt going down through these canyons and rivers and, and you see things from a different perspective. You sometimes get to be in places that, you know, humans have either never touched before or rarely have been. And so it's just, uh, I don't know, it's it's a unique way to kind of just look at our world. And, and I absolutely love it. So I can assume that you lead a very busy lifestyle. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know how cool the look is or not, but it's uh it, it is I, you know I've I've actually in the last year I've been trying to change my um my term from busy to active and it's um I think of busy as as somewhat of as like a negative connotation and so I've tried to like eliminate that from my vocabulary and I, and I've replaced it with active but you're correct that we definitely live a very active lifestyle um our biggest Summer months are, are, you know, the, the most in the sense of competitions and it's like weekly competitions every weekend, sometimes multiple competitions per weekend. Um, and how do I do it all with the family on the road? I mean, two things. One, I'm very fortunate that my wife is also a professional athlete. I think she's three-time world champion. I should know this, but, um, she's, she's amazing and she's just I think of her a little bit like Wonder Woman. She kind of does it all. Um, an amazing mom. She pretty much, you know, helps run um, Jackson Kayak, which is her family kayak company. She runs the whole marketing de uh, department. And and she kind of grew up living on the road out of an RV through her childhood or, or her youth. And so she was always very supportive of like taking the kids and the whole family just on the road and traveling and experience experiencing life on the road. And, um, and so that's kind of what we've always done with the family. And it just, um, it makes it easy because the kids don't know anything else other than traveling and being on the road and doing all these, uh, unique experiences. And so it, it makes it fun. It makes it interesting. Um, but it's not like you're not pulling teeth because nobody's trying to fight you to do something different because they don't really know anything different. And, and, um, and everybody's really supportive and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pretty fun to be able to have the freedom. Um, if the weather's not great or the levels, the river levels aren't good, or, you know, we want to go somewhere else. We just pack up and hit the road and go somewhere else. And so it, it really, it, um, 
opens up just this freedom uh, that is is somewhat unique, but it's uh, it's definitely um, it's amazing. And yeah, you kind of go wherever you want to go. Makes make, makes life pretty fun for sure. Uh, as a world champion kayaker, and especially as a father, do you ever consider the uh, the risk factors um, involved with the sport? I mean, for sure. Um, you're correct that like, there's always inherent risk with, with anything that we do. It could be driving a car to work, you know, uh, could be eating broccoli. You could choke on it. There's always going to be, you know, some level of risk. And so, um, as an athlete in, in a sport that has risk, like everything else, you kind of like a lot of people think of you as like a daredevil or a risk taker or, you know, someone with a death wish, whatever. And it's, it's really just someone that when, when you say those things, you're really just unaware of, of the level of risk and the awareness that goes about it. Um, just like how we all get into a car every day and drive to work. Um, or at least the average person does, you take the risk of, you know, learning how to drive a car and trusting that the other drivers on the road are also following the same rules and so forth. And you, you just kind of, you weigh the risk, uh, like the pros and cons of like, okay, you know, now maybe over the holidays or over 4th of July, maybe there's more drunk drivers. So maybe you decide not to drive that day or something like that. You're, you're kind of just always weighing risks and pros and cons. And it's the same with, with sports um, like kayaking or something like that. Um, you really just try to balance, you know, my skill level with the rapids and the skill um, demand of those rapids. And, and you're just trying to figure out like, okay, where's my comfort zone? What is the risk that I'm willing to take? What am I not willing to take? Am I only really willing to run this rapid? It could be a class five rapid. It could be really challenging rapid, but I'm only going to do it if I feel, you know, 99% certain or 98% certain that I'm going to nail my line and that my skills are honed enough to be able to do that line. And so it's really just, it's this kind of risk reward system that you're balancing at all times. Um, no different than what we do in everyday life. You're just applying it to a different area. Uh, so what would you recommend or suggest to someone who is interested in becoming uh, uh, a kayaker or or becoming a professional in the sport? What would be your your tips? Yeah, I would say that the first thing you want to do is um, find like a like a kayak school or or a place that can actually teach you it because just like um, like anything in life, you can dive headfirst into it, but you're more likely to have issues and you're more likely to scare yourself out of the whole experience right away. Just like a lot of people think of it as this kind of macho thing where they're like, oh, I'm strong. I'm just going to go forward. I'm going to figure this out. And I'm just like, nothing can stop me. And it's like, it has nothing to do with the macho aspect. It's just like learning basic skills, like learning to read the rapids, learning to read the whitewater. It's a lot like reading music. Uh, you could pick up a violin and just think like, oh, I'm going to, you know, go and join the orchestra and just like get on stage. And then you're like, wait a second, I don't know how to read the music and I don't know how to play with the whole orchestra and whatever. It's kind of the same thing. Like go and join a kayak school, learn how to read the whitewater, learn how to, you know, edge your boat and do the strokes and stuff like that. And it's going to make the whole experience so much better. I remember my first time snowboarding. I just like jumped on a board, got on the chairlift and went to the top of the mountain and I like, 
you know, fell the whole way down the mountain. And I was like, man, this sucks. Um, and then I, yeah. And I went back and I, I took a class and I was like, okay, this is so much better. I now know how to like carve and edge and turn. And then it made it way more enjoyable. And so it's just like that. I, I, I really just encourage people to go take a class, figure it out. And, and it's going to make the whole experience so much more enjoyable. And you're going to learn so much more um, valuable lessons and, and techniques that, that you wouldn't learn otherwise. And so, um, yeah, just, just find a good class, find a good instructor and, uh, and take a couple of days lessons. So um, let's talk a little bit about your, your podcast, the art of awesome. Tell me, tell me something about it. Yeah. So the art of awesome, um, it kind of started off as, my way to kind of give back to the community, to society, to anybody that was kind of interested in the same things that I was interested in. And so really it's um, the title kind of uh, overarchs um, a lot of different subjects, mainly probably because I'm, I'm semi ADD and I get distracted and I'm just really interested into a lot of different things. So we talk a lot about um, athleticism, a lot about kind of the flow state, mental side of sports, a lot about, um, you know, physical training, nutrition, um, healthy lifestyle, healthy eating, um, entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, business, kind of like just anything that I find interesting. I bring on fun guests and, and we discuss it. And um, it's really, we do kind of two shows a week, usually one on Monday, which is kind of a deeper dive, long format interviews that are, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half. Um, and then Fridays, we do kind of a shorter form, which is called Friday Fire. And it's it's anywhere from like five to 15 minutes. And it's something that kind of I found interesting that week, uh, thought of the day, tip of the day, something like that. Uh, but yeah, we bring on lots of different guests and and talk about lots of different subjects and just keep it fun, light, and interesting. Um, so, Nick, let's talk a little bit about your training and your diet. What can you share with our listeners about some of the, the methods you use or some of the techniques that uh, make you the uh, the world champion kayaker that you are? Yeah, I would say it kind of, you know, fluctuates a little bit on the season. Um, obviously, you know, we're here getting ready for the the world championships in less than a week now um really focused hard on on diet training um exercise all that kind of stuff so you know like a day in the life today um as you do intermittent fasting so i actually like i'll i'll drink like a coffee or bulletproof coffee uh in the morning i'll go for either depending on what the water levels are doing because the, the river only turns on certain hours of the day. So that kind of helps determine the schedule in the morning, but I'll either go for a run in the morning or I'll go paddle in the morning and then do a run in the afternoon. Um, and then depending again, if the water's running, I might do two sessions, um, might do some battle ropes or just kind of, uh, some weight workouts like pushups, um, maybe some light, um, some light reps with weights, um, with free weights, something like that. Um, chin ups, anything like that. A lot of just stuff that it kind of keeps me active, keeps me strong. Um, some days I'll do, I'll do sprints when I'm going for runs. Other days I'll just go for like trying to have like fast mile or other days I'll just try to just kind of keep, keep my cardio up and, and just try to be really active. Um, a lot of time on the water, just physically paddling training that way. Um, and then as far as diet goes, I try to eat clean, 
a lot of uh, a lot of salmon, kind of um, you know, try to do a lot of the omega threes, nuts, um, a lot of leafy green vegetables. Um, if I'm if I'm eating meats, you know, I try to do grass fed beef, something like that. Um, but I kind of you know I, I also I try to remind myself too that you know life is short. We never know when our last day is. So, so enjoy it to the fullest, which I, you know, live through and through with my life. So I'm, I'm having dark chocolate every day. Um, you know, my wife got uh banana bread the other day from the local bakery and, you know, I'll have a bite of that or something like that. And, you know, in the afternoon as a, as a snack or whatever. So I, it's not like I have a super strict diet or a super strict uh, workout regimen. I really just try my best to eat healthy as much as I can and be active, be physically active uh, as much as I can, but also enjoy life as much as I can. And and I don't want to be someone that like lives so much like in this box that, you know, that, that everything is so rigid that you can't enjoy things. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, so let, let's talk about your TV show, The Great Family Adventure. Uh, tell our listeners um, something about it. Yeah, The Great Family Adventure is is really, it kind of, uh, it's what the title entails for the most part. Uh, going out, doing fun adventures with the family, and again, kind of building off of the lifestyle that we live, you know, 10 plus months out of the year. Um, traveling around usually with our truck and trailer. Sometimes we'll jump on a plane and fly to a destination. Um, but really just exploring that area, having fun with the, with the family, getting outdoors and being active. So here's something that just, just came to me. I, I'm sure you probably thought about it and have you, with everything that you accomplished now and so far, have you thought about maybe writing a book? Um, I, I think that would be a great idea. I have thought about writing a book and I certainly will write a book. I wrote a, a children's book, um, so I had a goal to like write a book and I was like, oh, maybe I'll just write a children's book. And so I, I wrote a, a little book called The Little Girl That Could or something like that. I have to look it up now. Um, and and it's it's uh, it's about a, a little girl that takes on challenges. And um, yeah, it's pretty fun. But um, but I'm actually working on on trying to write uh, a novel or not not so much a novel, but like a full length book. Um, so definitely I'll add that for sure. But uh but yeah, I, I, again, whether it be like ADD or whether I just like try to find new challenges, I'm definitely always trying to find something, the next thing to do for sure. All right. So here's my question out of left field, Nick, where, where do you see yourself five years from now? You know, I've been asked that question many times. Um, and I ask it on my pad, podcast as well. Honestly, five to Five years from now, um, I see myself doing very similar things, traveling around. Like again, I, like I said at the start of the show, I'm, I live my dream life, and I and I'm so grateful every day for it. So, what I would love to be doing in five years, ten years down the line, is traveling the world with my family, which is what we're already doing. Um, I'll probably create a little bit more financial freedom to be able to continue the lifestyle indefinitely. Um, but really for the most part, I'm living this dream life every day and trying to soak in as much of it as I can, uh, exploring the world, adventuring with the family and, uh, just spending time with my wife and kids. I, I absolutely love it. 
So, Nick, tell our listeners where they can get more information about you or a website or your, and your social media handles, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over social media. <clears throat> um, you can look me up on, on Instagram if you just look up Nick Troutman Kayak. Uh, my website's Nick Troutman Kayak. That's pretty much, if you were to Google search that, you'll you'll find me all over the social medias. Um, if you want to check out my podcast, it's just called The Art of Awesome. Um, it's it's a fun time. So if you're interested in lots of fun subjects, uh, check us out there. Or if you're interested in the TV show, um, check us out on either YouTube or on Instagram. And you could look up Great Family Adventure on Instagram. It's great.family.adventure. Uh, YouTube, I think if you were to just, again, look up Great Family Adventure, you'll find us pretty quick. We got lots of videos and stuff. So, yeah. Well, Nick, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I, I appreciate your time. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best to you and your family. And, uh, and lots of lots of luck, man. Really, take care. Thanks so much for having me. Well, that is it for this episode of A Fit Life. I want to thank our guest again, Mr. Nick Troutman, for a very interesting conversation. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you did, please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes. We are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Any comments or questions you'd like to submit, you can do so at Araldo Magalara on Instagram and Twitter. In closing, if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. For a fit life, I'm Araldo McLaren here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.